celebrating five years on YouTube as your live interactive Sharks postgame. This is Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is March 5th, 2020. The San Jose Sharks have their win streak come to an end at three. Uh, well, it was fun while it lasted, folks, but welcome to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post-game show. Of course, if you want to be a part of the show, here's how you do it, folks. Join us in the chat with fellow Sharks fans on the YouTube chat on the page or the app. You can always follow us on the social with all of our Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, you name it. And of course, for more Sharks content, hit us up at Teal Town USA tonight. And it's a special night as we welcome back, well, we welcome back Eric Landy, of course, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> no, um, no, I uh, I thought tonight's game uh, showed some positives. Uh, I think the overall outcome is negative, but I definitely think there's some positives. Yes, and of course, joining us, I think our first, very first guest. Uh, so take that, Brody. Uh, but one of our very first guests from uh, Landy. What it, what was the title we gave her or you gave her? Oh, uh, editor, or uh, excuse me, writer at large. Writer at large of all sorts of websites. One of our favorites of all time, Shalena Goldman, is here with us. Shalena, first off, it's great to see you back, and it's great to have you. It's great to see you guys as well. It's been too long. It's great to see you guys as well. It's great to see you. Uh, You've been all over the place and covering the Sharks. Of course, we would be remiss to say unfortunately there were no hella dudes uh penalties tonight so oh that's fine well let, i think that's okay that's okay well let's get at it gang uh early on uh you know a little bit quiet and of course ryan Suter gets his eighth at 834 off the face-off draw nice grip it and rip it shot but then the Sharks would get a power play goal from Stefan Nason at 14:40 to tie this game up from Gregor and Heed. Uh, Shalina, uh, this guy is starting to become a fan favorite. I don't know if it's if it's the number 11 thing or or whatnot, but Stefan Nason, his seventh of the season, his actually his first career power play goal. Exactly. I actually think that in, that he's been solid the entire time he's been in San Jose. But what, it does have to be remembered there that when he that when he got to San Jose, the team was in so much turmoil. I think that he was doing. But he's a good depth player. He's a good utility guy that you can move up and down the lineup. And I think that's really important, especially post trade deadline. Now that Barkley Goudreau isn't there anymore, and he was kind of that guy for a few years now um but nice he's a he's a workhorse um he can score he can set up and he's and and he's gritty and if there's one thing that especially showed tonight against a really heavy minnesota team is that the sharks need more guys with that little bit of grit so if you have a player like him that can move up and down the lineup and bring that i think that's really important 
yeah, he's he's definitely become a fan favorite, and like we can already see some of the comments in the chat. Rob Iman saying it's the Hakuna Matata factor. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it, that is fun. I like it. I like it. It's fun. The whole goal song thing is ended up actually being kind of fun to see. I think that's good for fans. Fans can see some of the guys' personalities that way. Uh, but yeah, that one's particularly fun. Do, do you have a personal favorite out of the ones we've heard so far? I, I do not, know. Um, I did like Thornton uh, going with Queen tonight. I did like that because <laughs> I'm uh, my tastes are a little more classic rock. I was surprised that he didn't choose tr- uh, the Trashly Hip. I know that that's one of his faves. Um, but yeah, I liked the I liked the Radio Gaga use for the goal song. <laughs> yeah, he, it's it's unique. Uh, uh, I gotta say, uh, Logan's was probably the one that that just wait. What? But hey, you know what? They're having fun with it. That's the important part. Um, and you you gotta do that at this time of year, at this time of the season when they're that far down in the standings. That's kind of the best thing that you can do is have a little bit of fun. Right. After all, Tomas Hurdle says fun must be always. So we move on to the second period where Alex Galchenyuk and uh, Zach Parisi get two of Minnesota goals uh, to uh, put them up by two. In the second period, did was it? Did you think it was more dominated by Minnesota? Because uh, to me, I mean, yeah, while they were outshot twelve eight. I, I thought San Jose stayed with them for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, um, for me, I, I just looked at that second goal, and it was just a, a wicked kind of bounce coming off of of uh, Martin Jones. I think there was a little bit of a rebound there, and Vlasic just kind of got caught up in it. And you know, it was twice that we saw Vlasic uh, get turned around. And so he didn't really have a great, the greatest of nights tonight. Um, and so on that second one, you know, you do, you do want to see a little bit better rebound control out of Martin Jones for sure. But uh, you know, Vlasic needs to tie up that stick there, you know, directly in the crease. Um, you know, unfortunate, but you know, Zach Parise scores I think on the third goal, I believe it is. Yeah, Parise had a nice uh, finished it off on a nice play by Minnesota in the to make it a 3-1. Shalena coming into tonight, you know, Martin Jones has played pretty well going 4-2. and two. Uh, I think ever since the last Minnesota game, it's something about the Wild that gets him going. Uh, I actually think that uh, with the exception of that first goal that he let in tonight, that he still even looked good tonight. The second two from Minnesota were pretty nasty. Um, but I think in general, Jones has looked just kind of better overall. I think one of the best things that Bob has done since he's taken over as head coach was to start the goalie competition and say, we don't have a set starter. I'm going to give both guys an, you know, an opportunity. And one thing that we've seen from Martin Jones is he plays his best hockey when there's a little bit of adversity. I still believe, and I talked about this with Dan Rusinowski a few months back, I, as a shark, was at the end of 2016 when he had James Reimer as his backup, who was, you know, already, you know, a starting goaltender caliber type of player. I think that 
having Jones sit and watch for a while and getting that extra time to work with Nabokov and having to watch, you know, not having to watch because he and Aaron Dell have a good working relationship, but watching Dell play well, I think that fueled him a little bit more. And so we've gotten to this point in the season, you know, sure, they're so far down in the standings, but this is really good going forward, showing that he's put this work in and that it's generally such good results and I, I again I didn't like that first goal I think that he would probably like to have that one back and in the second period I think the team in front of him led up a little bit and that's how Minnesota who's also coming in hot was able to get those two goals but overall I think he's been significantly better yeah I mean exactly on the point there Shalena I think on that first goal you see um, Ryan Suter just rip it uh, right off of the face off and uh, you know that that is a, a softy you know and and Jones we've always said you know gives up that one softy um, you know he always uh, tends to I don't know what it is it's just one of those goals that you just want to see him stop Um, And then he normally kind of gets his game together. So, I mean, I I am seeing some signs of positivity in his game. I do like the fact that he is challenging a lot more. Um, You know, I think he's squaring up a little bit better. He's not playing as small, um, you know, because I think that was my biggest criticism uh, of Martin Jones early in the season was just how small he's playing. I mean, for a big framed guy, he was almost all the way back into the crease. So, uh, you know, unfortunately, it was kind of he was victimized quite a bit in the in the first uh, I'd say first quarter of the season, maybe first half of that season. I just I. I, it's it's um you mentioned him lo- looking like he played a bit smaller and I think that goes into his I think that went into his confidence level those first couple of games where he got sco- where he, where he got scored on so early and things were so tough for him I think that really got into his um he's not a big guy he's actually really lean but he is very tall he had so much space um so I do think it's a confidence thing I think it has to do with him getting the extra work in. Off of that, when he does bigger workload, he doesn't break down as easily. Um, but I do believe I do believe that it also goes into how the team was playing in front of him because the rest of the team didn't earlier in the season either and wasn't giving him any help. Yeah, no, I I I tend to agree. I think he's definitely Martin Jones is is kind of always been known as a systems goaltender, right? Where he he will play, um, you know, as good as the team is playing in front of him. I don't think we've ever seen him be a super athletic kind of goaltender or that goaltender that can really you know steal you a game, you know, a la Carey Price or 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 something of that nature, but. Um, you know, I think as the team has played better in front of him, his numbers reflect that, you know, still, I I think you want to just see him get those, those one or, you know, one or two stinkers that he lets in every, every, it seems like every game is just like one of those goals and you just kind of look at it. It's like, nah, it's a little bit of a head scratcher, you know, like, you know, you you just want to see him get that back. But yeah, definitely signs of, of positivity in his game. I like, um, 
you know, how much time he has been spending with Nabokov and, you know, the whole load management thing. I think there have been several articles written to that effect of uh, he had played a lot of hockey. I mean, he was among, you know, tops in starts in the past, I think, three or four seasons. So, uh, you know, it's I don't think it's any coincidence to see him get a little bit better load management and to get his game kind of coming back. I don't think that that's uh, I, I don't think that that's not a, or a coincidence. You know, I think it I think it's by design. And, um, you know, I think it's really helpful for him because he, he had played a lot of hockey. He really had. And uh, kind of to that point, he is actually a player. If you go and you look at his overall stats, he's actually a player who overall does his best towards the end of the season when he has a lot of games that he plays in a row. He actually plays well. That and knew that okay, if I keep giving them starts, he'll figure it out and he'll work on it. Um, but these seasons, and I do think that that caught, that that caught up to him and having the time not just to you know work with. God, you know, you were cutting out a little bit there, Shalina. Uh, in regards to Jones, uh, but uh, what do, what do you look at with with the rest of this with this roster? I mean, it's gone through. Uh, I mean, it's gone through a bunch ever since September 2018. But nowadays, now you have like what six rookies on this team. I mean, uh, be, I guess the obvious one would be you know Mario Ferraro, but. Overall, the kids on the squad, who's looked great in your eyes? And who do you think is just on the cusp of of taking it to another level? Um, I'm losing you guys a little bit. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, Shalena. Um, I, I, you know, I'll go ahead and go first. I, I think for me, the guy that is really kind of opening my eyes to his game is Joel Shellman. I, I really do think he brings a lot of jam to that that third line. Um, of course, I mean, Stefan Nason is, isn't a, a young player, but I think he is definitely the kind of player that adds a little bit of jam to the to the first line I, I like the way that he he's playing the game and then a guy that has kind of really come on in the last I'd say eight nine games would be Noah Gregor you know I really like uh the way that he's playing down low I think he's using his physical assets um don't you know, I don't see any shyness to, to shoot the puck. So so he's a guy that I've kind of looked at as, uh, you know, somebody who's really kind of growing into his own. Um, you, uh, you you just mentioned Shellman. I really like him with Marcus Sorensen right now. I was a little worried about Sorensen early in the season. I was thinking, what's going to happen when Joe Thornton retires and he doesn't have I'm going to start the Shellman Sorensen connection on that third line. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. Are we pretty okay? You. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> good. Good. No, I no, I can see the comments. Everybody thinks I stole Eric's AOL connection. I want to make sure. Uh, you're, you're good. You're never going to live that down. I know. You're never going to live that down. 
Uh, but no, um, I've, I've, I think I think that Shellman has added just a whole other level, and this we're kind of starting to see that was missing early in the season. I think this is the depth from the new guys that the organization wanted to see back in October. And while it's coming on late, it is nice to see that now, and he's part of that. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And especially you've you've seen it on the, the PK, especially with uh, Shellman and uh, with uh, Sorensen's game. I mean, there were a few different uh, pass to, to Shellman from Sorensen, Sorensen kind of playing up on the boards um, and, and, you know, kicking it out to Shellman, scoring a goal that way. The other thing, though, we have to kind of commend Marcus Sorensen for getting the piss back in his game. You know what I mean? Like the guy is just being a little agitator out there. And and really when he is agitating and mixing it up and, you know, shooting with just reckless abandon, that's when he's at his best. And I don't know what it is that sparked that back into his game, but that's the player that Doug Wilson signed, you know, not this guy who had gone into, you know, a shell of himself and, and really every time he scored, he looked kind of bewildered that he did. Oh, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with, more tired at the end of last season I think when the team around him earlier in the season wasn't doing well we saw that tonight when he was playing really gritty hockey when he has that bit of a bite in his game he plays yeah um, just since we're talking about it in that bottom six really impressed with Auntie Suomela I talked to Roy Sommer about him last year, and Sommer's thing was once he fingers that, <laughs> and even though he's dealt with some injury stuff this season, he's done really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I I totally echo the points there on Ati Suomela. He's another guy that the Sharks Sharks were uh, looking for uh, more out of, and he was kind of yo-yoing between the Barracuda and the Sharks. You know, he had some injuries. I believe he suffered a concussion a little bit earlier in the season, and you could see that that affect his game, but he's definitely got the tools to be a good middle six player. You know, I really like his vision on the ice. I think that he's also really good at taking face-offs, um, and, he, and he can drive his own line. It, it, with him, it's really trying to understand uh the 200 foot game i'd I'd like to see a little bit more out of the back checking and i think that's why he was yo-yoing so much but i think that he's ironed out most of those things in his game and i think you're starting to see the coaching staff give him a little bit more time on ice um and and really that's the thing that we've been advocating here you know, because of the season and the way that it's kind of shaped out right now, the game is all about process, right? It's about the process for the kids. Um, it's about uh, the process for um, really maturing the game of, of like I said, the the depth players um, and having the, the star players also kind of find their groove again, because this has been a team where these law, everything had gone wrong, right? I mean, you had... Um, Timo Meyer going into a long slump. Of course, you had the injuries to Hurdle and to Logan um, and to Eric. I mean, 
you know, these are these are issues that kind of have to be ironed out. But these games, I am seeing uh, I'm seeing more improvement, um, and you know, something that's really uh, looking forward to in, in, for next season. Gotcha, Landy. All right. Um, there's struggles at the start of the season. Oh, you're, you're, am I cutting you're, out again? No, no. It, it, Landy's mic died at the same time. It's it's been <laughs> it's been crazy. But snow, maybe. Yeah. Now you. Yeah. Go ahead, Shalina. Uh, 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 problems in the season was that even their best players weren't playing well. Nobody was playing up to snuff, and. It, was with having all of the injuries and not having Eric Carlson right now and not having Tomas Hurdle. Um, having a picture back, I think, helps. Having guys like Kane play better helps. Um, but it's a, it's an all-around team thing, and I think that they're all around. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that, too. The, the whole rounding out the game for you know, for the top players and having those depth players kind of come in and, and really fulfill the organization's wishes of them, what, you know, to kind of backfill all the talent that had, had departed. So, uh, again, I'm seeing very good positive things out of this team, especially during the win streak. Um, and, and since Logan has kind of come back and really solidified uh, the center position, you know, I, I'm, I'm starting to see positive things and things to look forward to for next season. Um, for me, at least, it's, it's going to continue um, on giving the kids more ice time and uh, kind of understanding and, and kind of defining the way that the team needs to go play, um, you know, moving forward. I, I agree, Landy, on that one for sure. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see in the offseason where, where this team goes. Uh, but I think the kids are showing some potential there. Goaltending has been improving, although, you know, it was a little shaky tonight, maybe. But uh, definitely a heck of a lot of better efforts, especially after the trade deadline, uh, for sure. Uh, so with with that, Shalina, I appreciate you immensely. I know we've been finding through AOL connection issues because, of course, <laughs> it, it, it this, this would never happen if AJ was running the show or Lanny was running the show, of course. So... But I want to thank you. Uh, you've been a big supporter of us over the last five years, and we've been a big supporter of you immensely. Uh, we will do this again for sure. Uh, but tell where everybody can find you on the social and where they can find you, find your uh, your writing. God, where am I not writing these days? Uh, I'm at Yardbarker. And coming up pretty soon, fingers. But you can always find me on Twitter, and I'm always down to talk. Excellent, Shalina. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, you guys. I appreciate you guys. Take care. Have a great night, my dear. Thank you so much, Shalina Goldman. Everybody, uh, really appreciated. Mention, you know, 
immensely. Uh, yeah, Patrick, thank you so much. You can't spell Teal Town After Dark without AOL. Oh, man, oh, man. You know, and appreciate it so much, Patrick. Uh, of course, it goes to help support the show. Uh, you know, Landy, I'm, I'm going to say this. Uh, Shalena uh, is, like we said, one of our one of our first guests, one of our favorite guests, uh, just lays it right down the line and appreciate her immensely. Somebody hire her, please, because she has been like one of one of the most, you know, uh, you know, we all know about Kevin and Shang. Shalene has been right up there with her and probably brings the most knowledge, probably the most knowledge that we know uh that wants to sit down with us on the show. So, and, and yes, here, here, yes, Chris says, no, it's not my fault this time, but did Puck Guy rub two AOL discs together to summon Shalane? <laughs> all right, all right. Now the fun part is, is that Landy's mic is <laughs> Oh, man, this is just, uh, you know. No, I can't hear you at all, bro. <laughs> oh man goodness gracious you know what i'm gonna drop you off and then you come back on in a sec and see what happens there so while landy's doing that we will take some of your comments now on teal town after dark you can be a part of the chat or everything on there and uh so let let's try this again because why not but uh you know, it's one of those weird ones where, uh, you know, you, you hope to, uh, maybe, maybe not. How about now? Y you know, okay, I can barely hear you, Landy, but I got to try to get you back on here. I can hear you faintly. There we go. Okay. Uh, right. Um, I, I, I think that that is really where she excels um, and, and really brings something different to the table out of the, uh, you know, out of the, the group of, of press corps that we have. You know, Shang does great in-depth work. And, and if you're a hockey junkie or a hockey nerd, you can definitely, like, sink your teeth into his mm -hmm. um, into his content. But I think Shalena really is able to to address every fan, you know, and really have that, that wide uh, audience. So, you know, I it's been awesome to have her um, support the show for as long as she has, um, you know, and, and it's kind of, we, we've seen her rise as, as we've kind of come along as well. Right. So yep. it's like riding, riding the coattails, so to speak. Um, and speaking of which, speaking of riding the coattails, we're almost to 2000. I believe we're at 1970. Yeah. We're just up on the cusp of 1970. Uh, we're, we're right there folks. And, and you know what? When we hit 2000, maybe maybe Xfinity will actually, you know, you know, gift me with fiber Internet or something. I don't know, because, you know, 
I I love how how it gets thrown at me, uh, but you know, it is what it is, folks. Uh, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button down below. Hit us up on Teal Town USA on the social and on our website, for sure. Um, we promise that we don't normally have this many technical issues. <laughs> it happens. It totally happens. And, and you know, just like a three-game winning streak ha happens, it happens. Oh man. Okay. So final. Sh so overall, your your final thoughts on on this game. Um, well, you know, I think my final thoughts on this one, Eric, are is just that I wish this, this was a game that was played in, you know, November, you know, or, or October. Um, this is the type of game where you're like, look, the effort was there. You know, the, the team put a ton of pressure on, deserved a better outcome than than what eventually the score was. And, you know, something to really build off of. Again, it's just like night and day with this team. It's like something just threw on the switch and being like, okay, well, we're going to give you back your effort now. So, uh, you know, I, I really would have wished we could have seen this earlier. But again, it gives me hope for the future. Um, it gives me some hope that the depth players are starting to figure it out and that this you know, this time at the end of the season here isn't a wasted time. We get to see the maturation process, uh, you know, view it before our eyes and, and really get to see those young players kind of step up and take some key roles. Again, um, Noah Gregor, I can't, I, I just cannot uh, say enough about how his game has evolved since when he first came up. Um, you know, Auntie Suomela was is another guy that is really taking the great stride. So I, he's another guy that I continue to watch. Uh, Joel Shellman. So I mean, these are these are pieces and ingredients to the team that are going to be very very important going forward. So to see them again mature and to to kind of watch them evolve their games has been fun. Um, that has been the, the the fun part of this. And I think as Sharks fans, if you're looking for something to root for, if you're looking for something to, you know, kind of uh, stick by the team for, definitely, definitely looking at the kids. Um, Rob Iman bringing up um, hiring Boudreaux. I think, yeah, you know, a, a guy like like Gabby. Um, I also like Peter Laviolette as, as a teaching kind of coach, but, you know, really a, a coach that can – um, you know, teach the game to the young guys, I think is kind of what this team is needing right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the other kind of developing story. <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> I, I the, in JF Turner kind of saying, you know, thoughts on the coronavirus hysteria and if any games will be canceled this season. It remains to be seen. I mean, the, the Santa Clara, you know, County Health Department, you know, it basically put out you should try to avoid, uh, you know, places with parades and sporting events and concerts. Of course, that's like right in the heartbeat of, of, of the Shark Tank and Sharks Territory and, and every, you know, everything that goes on in downtown San Jose is centered with, with SAP Center. I get their point. 
I get their point. And, you know, if you take your precautions as much as possible and, and people, folks, 20 seconds to, to wash your hands. Come on. You know, if it's just 20 seconds to wash your hands and do whatever you can, that's fine. You know, um, but th this could in this, uh, let's say, crisis, hysteria, um, you know, warning as it is i mean landy i don't know what it is uh with you and of course chris you know our, our good friend chris here's me who spends all my time at the airports i mean he's right up there with it uh, <laughs> chris coronavirus uh well you know that that might have been even worse than corona and but i hope you don't have to uh say uh <laughs> stay out there but you know, there is a concern out there. You know, if, if somebody's sneezing or or coughing and, you know, or you want to celebrate a goal, high five. I think there was one clip. I think it was the first goal. You know, people high fiving. I'm like, okay, you know, but it takes it just takes that one for to happen inside the shark tank, I think. And that's well, what, you know, the last thing that that the sharks really need right now. Yeah. I mean, insofar as what I'm seeing, you know, here in San Diego, we just had a, the, a report of somebody coming back from Italy and now they're showing signs of having, um, you know, the virus. And, and so, you know, the person actually went to work and he worked for AT&T and AT&T phone store. So came into contact with a bunch of different people. So, you know, I, I think we kind of all had it in the back of our minds that it was a matter of time before it spread, um, you know, and, and at this point, you know, you need to take those those uh, precautions um, like you would for any kind of common flu. You know, you got to also uh, be aware if you're one of the groups of people that can be affected by this. So if you know, if you have diabetes or if you have um, weak kidneys, if you have a lower immune system or any kind of immune system deficiencies, you know, you, those are the people that I really uh, fear for, um, you know, and, and I've had I have family members with diabetes and, you know, Tam's mother has, um, you know, some issues with the kidneys and stuff. So, you know, just be safe, uh, practice good hygiene and good cleanliness, um, you know, of course, doing the Obama, you know, sneeze in the arm thing. <laughs> um, but you know, just, just, just be conscious. You know, I think you don't want to overreact. You just want to be conscious of, of the fact that, you know, there's something going around right now. Yeah. And, and you just gotta be looking out for it. The other thing too, um, you know, there's, there's a joke in here for, for Mark and Matt coronavirus equals cap hell, you know, you you're not quite off on that to be honest and i i talked to this with with blake price on tsn 1040 this afternoon about it because if they do end up canceling games and you mentioned italy landy uh where they've where they've barred fans from from sporting events uh over in italy for the i think for at least the next month yeah, you know, yeah, my my AC Milan. You you can't uh, actually go to an AC Milan game. You actually, you, you know, it, the 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 stadiums are are played 
or you know the games are played to empty stadiums and yeah. um they've suspended church you know they've suspended um you know their normal festivals any kind of gathering with large amounts of people so uh, you know the the mortality rate i believe is at three to four percent so it's not uh you know it's not high i mean we're not talking like 1918 spanish flu right. you know cancel the stanley cup but you know again you have to be uh prepared and i think you have to be uh cautiously vigil but or uh yeah i'd say be on the lookout but but i don't think you need to you know be sweating bullets or, or panicking no. anything like that no no i mean i i don't think at this moment and granted we're not doctors uh nor do we play one on youtube but at the same time uh, when when you talk about potentially canceling games you you talk about hockey related revenue yeah and we just talked about we just heard that it, that the cap could go from 80 anywhere between 84 and 88 million well, if you if you don't have people at games buying up your sixteen dollar beers with with the beautiful Randy Hahn on the on the on it, uh, I mean, you're going to run into some hockey related revenue issues. So there could be a trickle effect if they do start canceling games. Um, you know, another thing that was mentioned is that you know maybe you you postpone things, but you know, the cup will get you know presented in July. I mean, if the, yeah. the case, if that's the case, I, I it's fine, you know. But whatever, you know. And and Chris mentioning this, <laughs> honestly, if the Sharks have to cancel a game, consider that a blessing. One yeah. less kick in the balls this year. Yeah. No. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> that would just be the ultimate, uh, you know, icing on the cake for the year. But um, uh, you know, again, I I say just uh just be vigilant and uh you know just again good hygiene practices you know and and the thing is going into the summertime you know uh flu viruses always you know kind of die off um you know i don't think we'll see an immediate die off and i think we're still like what a year out from a vaccine or whatever but but again um i think uh, taking a cautious approach but not, not overreacting um and so far as uh hrr c is concerned you know yeah we can be concerned this year for what the cap uh, is going to go up on but of course there's always the escalator that the players can take um you know i think it's uh, upwards of four percent uh, that they can rise the cap themselves um and then also too we have to look at uh the new u.s tv deal um i believe that's coming in two years so that in itself is going to get you at least a five to six million dollar bump in the cap um within that and and it's interesting because um, I was listening to uh, TSN 590, uh, the Toronto station, and um, you know they were talking about Duba signing these deals, um, knowing that he's going to get that that six to eight million dollar bump in the cap once the new US TV deal comes in. So, uh, you know, I think as hockey fans we should be uh, concerned, maybe interested yeah oh yeah definitely and don't forget with all the um the tracking technology that they are putting in investing in the nhl and the pucks are going to be used you know the special pucks will be used come playoff time you know uh, embedding 
and the betting. Know? I mean, there's going to be more revenue, and who knows what the what the streaming deal will be. Um, FanDuel, I believe, now has streaming rights. Um, I think Bill Daly came out at the uh, Board of Governors meeting um, and uh, announced that FanDuel will have NHL content uh, on the app. So when you load up FanDuel um, and they do, uh, you know, start allowing for different pieces to be bet on, um, you will be able to get NHL content through there, which is kind of interesting. And then, like you were saying, with the player tracking, um, you were going to get the advanced analytics. And I think MGM is in charge of like the um, analytical kinds of bets. So if you want to bet on a particular um, like an instance in the game, whether it's a face-off or whether it's, uh, you know, some kind of uh, uh, coursey stat or, or some kind of fancy stat or like where the puck actually goes in on net on the goalie, like high side glove or whatever, you can bet on those kinds of things. So there's the 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 NHL is in good shape insofar as growing the fan um, base. We we've got Seattle on the horizon, of course. But, uh, you know, they've got a good idea of how to grow the revenue, how to grow the fan base. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of things that have been going the NHL's way. I mean, we didn't even talk too much about, you know, David Ayer and, and how much, um, you know, that story has, has created a lot of good publicity. So, yeah. um, you know, and then, of course, Felix saying the All Women's Day, the Chicago St. Louis um, All Women's Day uh, game and and. You know, that's another great source for revenue. So I think the league's in good position. Um, I don't think we should be too worried about the cap kind of de declining or anything like that. It could have an effect for next year, of course, depending on if there are cancellations or postponements. But that's going to remain to be seen until something like that happens, for sure. As, as for the women's game, I'm psyched because there is a lot of... Uh, San Jose uh, representation. Of course, Kendall Coyne Schofield will be inside the glass. Uh, Kate Scott, for many of you who know uh, KMBR out here in San Francisco, she was one of the you know one of the midday reporter hosts uh, with Gary Radnich for a number of years. Uh, I know her personally. I I can be more psyched for her. Uh, AJ and I. Ran into her, I think it was in the Florida game. Uh, she was, you know, prepping for uh, for hockey. Uh, you know, great talent. Uh, it should be a good one uh, to check out. And that's Sunday. And, of course, I believe the, the Sharks game is also on NBCSN afterwards. Uh, so you're, you're, you're getting a double bill here. You're going to get Kate Scott and uh, Kendall Coyne Schofield for uh, the two, you know that one and then the second game is Sharks so it'll be uh, awesome so we got to try and get uh, Kate on for sure uh, be really cool and then of course you got Sharks and Bruins and then of course your only post game will be us so I mean come on how, how can you not love it so John John with the super chat is LeBanc on vacation or what? <laughs> Dude John John has been killing it man last time I was on he was Donating a lot too, and and John John, I mean, it 
your tax dollars at work here, you know, with the microphones and, uh, you know, getting us a little bit better uh, visuals and um, kind of upgrading on the software on our side. Um, you know, so we really do appreciate everything that everybody puts in and chips in. Um, you know, this is definitely a show for the fans, uh, driven by the fans. And uh, like I said, your tax dollars at work, that's for sure. Yeah, but as for LeBanc on vacation, he's he's gone through these ruts. And, you know, it's one of those ones where you, you have to understand that, uh, you know, the, the, the toughest thing about it is that you get through these ruts and you know he 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 made a risk with his contract and he's and he's trying to get it you know get it out and get back into it because let's be honest here he's playing with fire if he if he continues to struggle you know john john saying put true back in i wouldn't be surprised if that if he gets into one of these two games on the weekend um but you know i like tonight i don't think that that LeBanc, I was watching his ships and stuff. He's 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 trying his hardest. You know, right. I don't think that this is an effort thing. I think right. it's just a, uh, you know, sometimes he goes through a rut and it's unfortunate. But you know, I I, I think he's trying to work himself out of it. it. It wasn't like earlier in the season, right, where we definitely saw him taking off um, shifts. You know, where we definitely saw him like not back checking. I, I don't think that this is that. I think that this is kind of just one of those natural kind of kind of troughs that that we see in scorers games at times. Um, and I, you know, I it's it's concerning, yes, but I don't think that it warrants necessarily um, like any kind of reduction in in his already reduced ice time, and he's already been um, brought down from the first power play unit. Um, so. Again, I don't think that that this is an effort thing. I think it's just trying to figure out a game. And, and you know, I mean, scorers are notoriously streaky anyways. Yep. And and with just how Patrick Marlowe. Yeah, Patrick Marlowe. <laughs> um, you also look at at the lack of talent or the, the 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 talent that has that has been on the shelf all year. That's also, you know, that also plays into it, too. So. Yeah, I'd love to see Banker, you know, we'd love to see more out of Banker. But again, I am not worried about his game. I'm I'm not generally worried too much about the forwards games in general. Mm. I'm seeing a lot of good things. Um, again, I think Vlasic had a really rough night tonight. Yeah. Uh, that you know, goal wasn't wasn't the best. Uh, yeah, and and on that uh, Zach Parise goal, he bit really hard um, on his man. I think it was Kevin Fiala who was driving the zone and just made him stumble over. And it's just like, oh, rough night tonight. Um, and and so really, it's it's more on the back end. Um, I'm seeing good things out of Burns, which is which is uh, a positive because we weren't seeing that shot of his, but now we're starting to see it again. Um, I'm, I'm liking Shimek's game. I'm liking uh, uh, Ferraro was a little bit rough tonight too, but overall I've liked his effort and I've liked his game. Uh, Davidson is still, eh, I, I don't really know what to make of him and his game. I, I feel like he's kind of a stopgap at the moment. Um, kind of a warm body but we can see i mean there's definitely 
you know, room for a seventh defenseman uh, on the team going forward. So mm-hmm. be interesting to see if he could kind of snatch a spot. And you know what? Silently doing a pretty good job on the back end. Tim Heed. Yeah, Tim, definitely. Tim, Tim Heed. I mean, he hasn't made gaffes and, and he's been, you know, pretty reliable with the shot. Um, generating a lot of, of shots from the back end. I've liked his game. I, you know, I, I know that there were some people who have kind of poo-pooed the idea of him getting an extension, but hey, you know what? If 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 you want to maybe throw a million and a half dollar offer, see if he, you know, wants to take it for another year, I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Tim Heath come back again. And so long as he's he's playing, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I've liked his game as well. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how the team kind of responds. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see, uh, again, who is going to step up and really make it difficult for this team to to let go of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Ultimate Oreo saying, I hope so. We need more responsible demon. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, of, of course, you know, in like Chris says, Sharks need value players. Uh, in that sense, for sure, because when you have Eric Carlson, he needs to be on his potential, but also you also need those other players to help support around everybody. Uh, you know that's making the big bucks, for sure. So, uh, I did go clean shaven for everybody <laughs> wanting to ask uh, because of coronavirus. It's uh, people with beards. I think we're at risk of. Uh, you know, carrying it a little bit more from, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I, I just wish they shoot. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like that, John, John. Thank you. Um, yeah, if you have a beard, I, I'd say trim that, trim that down just for the, uh, for the time being, cause uh, it can be an area where viruses live. Well, the question is though, do Jumbo and Bernsey go, uh, beardless? Now, if I'm not mistaken, I've heard rumors that Bernsey's uh, beard is required by certain people who he does promotions with. So, and that's a rumor. But I mean, that's 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 one to be interesting to see. But will Jumbo Jumbo shaved it off a couple of times last last season? So who knows? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And I'm now I'm just looking at. Uh... <laughs> Looking at CNN, logging on CNN, it says World Hor- World World <laughs> oh World wow. Health Organization <laughs> has uh, has said that the outbreak is nearing a hundred thousand. So oh, I don't fun. know. You gotta wonder maybe that, that, that there's some kind of health clause in in his contracts for his beard. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you you would hope, right? You know, there would be some safety some safety in there so um so with that i mean do you guys really need a a wraparound yeah yeah here here i have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around i mean i'm sure i'm sure laurel who will be watching this on the replay will will like that and i hope you feel better laurel really quick penguins over sabers four to two Patrick Hornquist gets away with uh, sucker, you know, sucker punching uh, Middleton and scores two goals, so that's great. Uh, Lightning over Montreal four uh, nothing. Victor Hedman with two goals in that one. Uh, 
Tory Krug gets the OT winner for the Bruins as they beat the uh, Panthers 2-1 to one in overtime. Mika Zabinijad. This is the whole Woo. reason why we're going to do the wraparound. Mika Zabinijad. Five goals. Man, he had... he. I mean, he had a reach around tonight. <laughs> I mean, hey, he, he... No. Yeah, I mean, shoot, if... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, John. John, you, you you got me, you got me all, all right. mixed up, man. I'm seeing the donation. I'm trying to think about things here. No, uh, he had himself a rooster and a half kind of kind of night. You know what I mean? I mean, woo, five goals. I think it was the first time in 23 years. The yep. last time to do it was uh, the last guy to do it was uh, Federov, Sergei Fedorov. And I believe he was playing against Washington. <laughs> yes, of all of all things. Yeah. And, and oh, oh, by the way, Ovechkin scored two goals. <laughs> right? Go yeah. figure. Uh, Flyers go eight in a row. They beat the uh, Hurricanes four to one. Senators uh, welcome back Peugeot to Ottawa. And they beat him four to three. Uh, Mikel Bodker had a, his second goal of the season. That's right, Mikel Bodker with his second goal of the season, a shorthanded goal, no less, in that one. Uh, Predators shut out Joe Pavelski and the Dallas Stars 2-0. Wow. Uh, in uh, Chicago, the Hawks beat the Oilers. That's a painful loss for the Oil. They lose 4-3 to in that one. In a shootout, the Kings beat the Maple <laughs> Leafs 1-0. Oh, my God. That team, that team is just—it's—it's—it literally—it's the Three Stooges. I mean, they—they they, they can't get out of their own way. That team—it's fucking hilarious. Because you know, I—I'll—I'll I'll put one in the swear jar. But uh, the Fan Five Ninety—I mean, just listening to these guys, these hosts, like talk about Toronto, and it's like the world is imploding. It's hilarious. So for anything, it's good for the laughs. Dude. <laughs> I know you're not a fan of Dangle, but I—I I mean, my gosh, I, I can expect him to lose his mind. You know, he has to stay up till one thirty in the morning to watch his leaves, and then they lose in the shootout one nothing. What if they so. miss? What if? What if they actually <sighs> fall out? I want to see the implosion that Steve Dangle will have. Oh man. <laughs> and they don't have their first round pick. They traded it with Patrick Marley to buy him out. <laughs> Dude, you know, like, seriously, Carolina is nipping at their heels. Um, you know, that's New the worst York part. Yeah, New York is is also, you know, vying. I know they're in the Metro, but, you know, they're vying for wild card spots. Mm -hmm. I mean, heck, Florida's not even out of this thing. They got, you know, they only need five points. So <laughs> Toronto better get it together, man. Yeah, no kidding. So that's your, your wraparound for the evening. Um, if you do want to go to a hockey game, uh, we will say... Ooh, Barracuda! They, they play tomorrow. Uh, so if you want to check that out, go for it. I think it's uh, it's Sheriff Western Knight, Roy Sommer bobblehead night to the first 4,000 fans. So sjbarracuda.com if you want to get your Roy Sommer bobblehead for sure on that one. Um, yeah, see, uh, <laughs> can't wait to see Dangle's implosion for sure. All right. Well, Landy, I think that does it for us. Uh, you, 
because I have to be at work in about four and a half hours. So your final thoughts and where the people can have can uh, chat with you on the social. Well, they can't have me. I think my girlfriend has got the corner oh, market on that one. That's um, not exactly the word I was coming <laughs> Okay. Hey, no, we're, no. we're even now with you watching World Horror on CNN. <laughs> yeah, for yes, a blooper to stop me this time. Oh, yes. my gosh. Oh, man. I, I'm just waiting for AJ to clip that out and having fun with audio. Um, <laughs> as far as the final thoughts go, uh, again, people, let's root for the players here. Let's root for the youngins. Uh, like to see uh, more growth and development, and um, you know, it'll be interesting to see who really steps up and and takes some jobs. So, yeah, um, continued uh, watching for that. And as far as where you can find me, you can use my first name. That's Eric spelled the right way with the K. Landy, L-A-N-D-I. It's Italian, not uh, French. On all the social media garbage. Yeah. I'm at Puckeye14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. Of course, you can always reach out to us. Have fun with fun with uh, talking Sharks hockey or any kind of hockey. John John with another Super Chat donation. Thank you Dude, very much. I'm starting to feel like an exotic dancer. You know, he's oh. just like whipping out, you know, he's just whipping out those uh, uh, no, $2 bills. Okay. Oh, my God. When you say whipping out, I'm getting scared, man. <laughs> Oh. talks about roosters and five goals and, and exotic oh. dancing. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't do this when Shalane was on. That's all I'm going to say. All right. <laughs> Shalane, you know, thank you for uh, for coming on. We appreciate you always. I'll hit her up at Shalina Goldman. Uh, and, and for all sakes, uh, let's let's root her on as, as, uh, as she's one of the great, you know, hockey writers out there for sure. As for us, in case you missed anything or want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher. As you can see, we're all over the place. Apple, Google Podcasts, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, <sighs> iHeartRadio, and a lot more for that. Uh, we will be back with you on Saturday afternoon. It's a 4 p.m. start to accommodate Hockey Night in Canada. Uh, so be on the lookout for us for roughly around 6.30ish. Uh, as the Sharks will begin a back-to-back uh, against the Ottawa Senators and Colorado Avalanche on their weekend. So, oh, <laughs> Ultimate Order, did somebody say Rooster? Come on, Jumbo, you need to get one of those before you retire, man. So, we'll be back with you on Saturday and Sunday, and <clears throat> the conversation now continues over on Discord. And until Saturday afternoon, follow us on the social and subscribe to us. Keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a good night, everyone. We'll see you on Saturday.